Dantig. And I'm Hannah Hampton, and you're listening to HR After Hours. So, Mick, uh, I'm going to ask you a question that I know the answer to, but I'm just going to ask anyways. Have you ever visited a McDonald's? You know, it's been a long time, but <laughs> I it really has. But every once in a while, I cannot pass up a $1 Diet Coke. So that, you know, typically I'll hit the drive-thru and get a Diet Coke when I'm running some errands. Gotcha. You know, that's a funny, that's a funny thing. I think I've been on the phone with you when you've been in a drive-thru because I've heard you order your Diet Cokes before. Oh, absolutely. Anyone that's known me for more than two weeks has (laughs) heard me order a Diet Coke on the McDonald's drive-thru. Hey, Coca-Cola, we're looking for sponsors. We love our Diet Coke here. Just throwing that out there. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But no, anyways, so talking about McDonald's, so I have been seeing more in the news about McDonald's being a place that is really forward thinking with regards to technology. And they recently even posted to their website about how they're investing in talent and technology to make the customer and an employee experience better. So that's something that they're they're working on doing. And what really fascinated me from the HR front was they have it where you can apply for a job via Alexa or your OK Google, where, (laughs) yes, yes, you can say, Alexa, help me get a job at McDonald's, and then it will boot up, or whatever it's called, man, I sound old, it will ask a couple of questions to get your application going, but you can apply for a job via your Alexa or your OK Google device. What do you think about that? You know, that's pretty interesting. I've I've read some articles about some hotels that have Alexa in the rooms uh, so you can order room service and things like that. But um, I've never considered the fact that I could get on Alexa and look for a McJob. Yeah, yeah. And funny you say that, like a hotel. I had a friend who stayed at one in Chicago and she forgot her toothbrush and a robot brought a toothbrush up to her room. But I guess that's for a whole other episode. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so McDonald's is really spending time. They're working on different technologies, including, uh, you know, making your drive through order experience you know, your drive-through experience better. And I'm sure that many who visited McDonald's in the recent have seen the the kiosks where you can place your order via kiosk versus, uh, you know, working with a human being. But, you know, it makes me wonder, I I think it's pretty great that McDonald's, a, a, a brand that's been around for many years, is trying to stay ahead of the tech curve. And what does that mean for the rest of us uh, who, you know, aren't quite there with regards to uh, app applying via Alexa. So what are, you know, what are some things, Mick, think about things in your past, you've been in recruiting for quite some time that you didn't think were, would pick up, but actually did. And maybe it's via text message, texting candidates, or, oh. you know, what are your thoughts about where technology was, where we are today, and where we're going to be? Well, it's, it's, uh, I don't know if you did this on purpose or not, but I thought texting as communication with candidates so hard Mm -hmm. and i mean that's you know talk about feeling your age right i just felt it wasn't professional and then when i had dms district managers when i was on the hospitality side of recruiting who were 10 years older than me texting and wanting to text candidates and and taking snapshots of conversations from candidates on their phones. I was just like, oh, well, you know, this is going to take place with or without me, right? I have to make a decision. So it was, 
texting is a perfect example of something that I just didn't think was appropriate. And this mm-hmm. is, let's be honest, it's probably about seven, eight years ago. Right. I just felt it was not appropriate as far as a formal means for communication because I used to really consider the communication with the candidate and yes. as part of my overall evaluation. And then it just became more and more evident that the candidates were going to text me if they had my cell phone number. Absolutely. And now, um, for the last four four years, uh, with the two different applicant tracking systems I've been working on, you actually text the candidate mm-hmm. through the portal yeah. and it goes into your email and you can set up, it goes into your phone. So I now have a text only number for my candidates uh, yeah. as well as my formal number when I, that I use to interview and things. I always have so, to tell them, hey, yeah. that first number, that's, you know, that's a text only line, but it also goes to my email and get a hold of me anyway, anytime. But of course, call me because I, I am still a phone person, but I have found yes. that I've become less and less of a talker. And I think that's where you and the listener suffers because I don't get to talk enough during the workday <laughs> that you I gotta get it all out with roll us. on and on and on on the podcast. So, yeah. So I was going to say with regards to the texting, I was the same way where I felt, you know, you email, you phone call uh, your candidates, but texting just felt too casual. But it certainly is now, uh, an ex- I feel like, expected from candidates, and or for the, for, for the most part. But that's the thing I wanted to add about the whole uh, applying through Alexa and McDonald's. So what happens is they you start with Alexa, you answer a couple basic questions like your name, uh, location, you know, what kind of job you're interested in. And then what happens once you've done that piece, you get a short text message that links that has a link so that you can continue the process. So, you know, it's not necessarily texting, uh, you know, back and forth. However, it does expect you to uh, text via link. And, and if you think about it, I think that a lot of candidates are, there, or at least in certain industries, many candidates may not have a personal computer, but they use their phone, their smartphone as their computer, as their way of applying to jobs, as their way of communicating to folks, as a way of checking their emails. So I think as you see people more and more not having that personal computer, maybe using their phone or tablet to apply. So we as HR professionals and recruiters, we have to stay ahead of the times and be comfortable with that. But I certainly, I was in that stage where it was a little uncomfortable for me first or or, as well, Uh, but then I got used to it and now it seems normal, but then it makes me wonder, what is what else is going to be out there? And I think one I heard about, and I'd love to get your thoughts on, is I guess Snapchat. And I don't know anything about it, but I guess Snapchat <laughs> you can apply. It's they call it Snapplications. Do you know anything about that? And even if you do or don't, what are your thoughts on it? So, first off, this kind of goes with what we stated a couple podcasts earlier, where we discussed you know AI as a whole, and we both agreed that. AI, I think, could help recruiting uh, the recruiting and hiring process uh, in the front end, because at the end of the day, you still need someone to meet these people and talk to them and read their body language and make sure they're the right fit. But this does two things. It not only helps filter someone, depending on how they answer those couple of key questions or Mm -hmm. however they are in the front end, but what it also does is it gets the candidate on the hook. So they've invested maybe only three, four minutes verbally to get started. 
Then the next, you know, you send out, you cast the next line. I'm not a fisherman, but I thought that sounded like a pretty good analogy. Um, And you start reeling them in with the second phase you said, which is the the link via text. So it's very smart because, I mean, what it really does is get them engaged. And that's that's actually friggin' brilliant, if you ask me. Same thing with Snapchat. Now, the funny thing about Snapchat is... Man, I am going to so sound my age here, but Snapchat is the only app, social media app that I actually downloaded, started to do an account, started playing with it for a second. I think it was when those filters came out a couple of years ago when they added a bunch of filters. And I was just like, I literally shake, was shaking my rake going, well, this thing is stupid. I don't like it. Because I couldn't get it. I couldn't figure it out. And I think it was because I didn't have anyone else to connect to, to other than oh. my daughter and the grandkids. And yes, I said grandkids. So it was definitely um, an app. And that was, you know, like I said, a couple of years ago where today I could probably get on it. No problem. But I literally was just like, I'm too old for this shit on Snapchat. Yeah. Well, you know, one thing that I kind of want to bring up with regards to this, you know, the Snapchat, the applying via Alexa, one of my, I think I call it a frustration of recruiting, is when we make it too easy for people to apply, do you get people who aren't interested and just just cast a wide net, I guess another fishing analogy, but are casting a wide net trying to find a job? Because I... A follow-up question or follow-up concern, I remember there were times in past lives where I'd ask the person, why do you want to work for X company? And they almost seemed surprised that they applied for a job at X company. <laughs> and, you know, so that's something like, or if we make it too easy, are we setting ourselves up for candidates who aren't truly interested? What are your thoughts there? Well, I can tell you from firsthand experience that, yes, that is that is the case. Um, I had my first experience with this um, text texting app on an applicant tracking system. I was able to take all of my applicants, and this was at the associate level. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was able to take all of these applicants that had applied over, I could pick the, the range of dates, and I could hit a couple filters, it could be location, et cetera, that I actually would send a mass text to all of those applicants advertising walk-in hiring events. And this was, like I said, at the associate level for a logistics company. And I would have, let's say I would do it at um, a Hilton hotel, I'd rent out a space, and then I'd have walk-in interviews with multiple tables set up, people doing the interviews, and they could just come in from this time to this time. They didn't yeah. even, I didn't even use one of the pieces of the app where they could reserve a slot. So basically I said, we're going to hold open interviews from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Mm-hmm. You're invited. Walk on in. No yep. reservation, you know, uh, required. And I saw the, you know, I did see some, some very good candidates, uh-huh. but those, that, those type of events, when I would use that mass text, that's when I would really see the candidates that, like you said, some of them wouldn't even know what the company was, even though we had banners and everything, yeah. you know, as they walked in and I'd have a mispronounced name of our company. I'd have them slouch down in the chair, like, mm-hmm. like they were there to see if I was a fit and they were doing me a favor. They weren't applying for us. 
uh, to us, you know, and I mean, it was definitely, that's what, that's what I had in mind when I was thinking of how you still have to have people that make those decisions that do the interaction with these people. Um, because I mean, you would talk about a very, that's when the percentage, because there's no true filtering other than location. That's when the interest, you know, level would go from maybe 20% of the candidates to 10. Mm -hmm. So that's when you just are committed to bulk interviewing on a a minimal return. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that, that, that can be tough and it it does get a little frustrating at times because I, you know, while I'm not in the, the, the industry where I struggled with this anymore, but it's one of those things where I definitely get those like flashbacks of, oh, I'm glad I don't have to deal with that anymore. <laughs> where, you know, you struggled. I, I struggled to get people to even show up to my job fairs. And then, you know, sometimes I, I try not to take too much into, into consideration into consideration certain things. But then at the end of the day, if it's a job where you're representing a company and interacting with people, with your customers, you have to take into consideration. I had somebody show up to an interview in flip flops and like ripped not ripped jeans, like, hey, these are distressed, but legit, like, I've worn these way too many times, ripped jeans, and the ants, you know, and not at all prepared, and didn't seem to know what the company was, and I, I'm like, did you, I literally thought that the person just walked off the street and said, oh, you know what, I think I'll, I'll take a chance on this, I don't know who they are, or what they're doing, but I'm going to join in that day, so it's one of those things where it's, uh, I feel like, technology and making it easy for the candidate is great but then sometimes if you make it too easy on the candidate you're you get a lot of uh people who aren't truly interested or just not the right fit and it makes it a frustration you feel like you're spending you're spinning your wheels or spending a lot of time on a candidate who's not truly a candidate i guess is a good way to put it i don't know i, I hope that doesn't sound insensitive but something that i dealt with a lot and uh, was a frustration No, absolutely. I mean, you are making a decision when you utilize those type of tools that you're willing to do all the weeding out Mm -hmm. or qualifying in at those in-person interviews versus, you know, reviewing the applications, et cetera. Or, I mean, I mean, but that, or depending on how they use the artificial intelligence, maybe they're then going to have a sourcer Instead mm-hmm. of sourcing, that person now becomes a screener. But if you're going to do something where you're going to do utilize that and then do a hiring event or just bulk interviews, that's when you just have to prepare yourself that morning. You have an extra mm-hmm. cup of coffee and you just tell your significant other, hey, I'm going to come home really depressed today yeah. and I'm going to have a very pessimistic outlook on life and the human race after this day. So, you know, anything you can do <laughs> as far as preparing my favorite meal or making my after work beverage a double would be greatly appreciated because I'm about to, you know, go through a lot of of screening today and I'm going to deal with people I normally wouldn't interact with in the interviewing process because they would have been weeded out sooner. Yeah, it just, you know, it's, it's, so, it's so funny. And now I think back about pre-internet and the i would love to get into my time machine or you know the rick and morty uh (laughs) the little the portal and go to the 70s or 60s or whatever even 80s and and see the woes of the recruiter of those time periods or that hr person because what were the struggles that they went through 
given like, hey, we've got the luxury of technology and maybe it's, you know, it's one of those things we've, we've got too much of a good thing, but I'd love to understand the woes of recruiting, you know, back, back when I, you know, back before I was in this role. That's uh, something that's interesting to me. Well, believe it or not, I don't think there's a lot of difference other than the fact that you were sorting through resumes and applications that are hand filled out. You know, they were completed by hand and um, were and or mailed to you or dropped off in person. Um, so I, I think it was really the same process. It was just instead of scrolling down, I think you were just manually reading that resume or that True. that piece of paper application. I think other than that, I don't know that the the jobs change that much because you really are still looking for the right fit. And typically you're digging deep enough to figure out if, if they have the qualifications you're looking for. So I would think it, there was just probably a lot of polyester and and bad interviews involved. (laughs) Well, can I, can I tell you, I think is a cute story. So my dad has been retired for quite some time and I, I, I love my dad so much and he he's not really into technology too much. And I was talking to him about I, I'm currently recruiting for a position and it's a tech position. So uh, a, a role where you're on your computer quite a bit. And I was telling him, oh, I'm struggling to find candidates. And he goes, well, didn't you put an ad in the paper? And I. <laughs> I left, you know, it was so sweet that he was like, well, didn't you put an ad in the paper? And I'm like, mm, I don't think software developers are looking for jobs in the paper, dad. <laughs> but I thought it was so sweet that he had asked if I had placed an ad in the paper. I love it. I think it would be fun if you really had like a unique position where you were looking for someone that thought outside the box that if you maybe did a a newspaper ad you could even put in the ad um if you did if you looked at the ad here because you thought this was the perfect source of your next employment please you know continue to the next box if you did this for fun and sport just to see who still advertises in the newspaper please email us at this address Um, that could be so. fun, a little bit of, you know, creative or what would be really funny if it was like the longest URL, uh, apply at this URL and it's actually in the, the printed paper where you'd have to type in, you know, 200 characters. <laughs> I bet there's a drugstore somewhere out there in Iowa that did that. Certainly, certainly. <laughs> so at the end of the day, I think it's really not as cutting edge as it appears. I think it really is something that's just another way of getting that first click or that first engagement. You're just doing it verbally. So uh, well played McDonald's. I mean, that's what I think. Now I'll tell you real quick. I don't know how it'd be interesting to actually watch this utilized and and see, um, you know, a presentation where they do a a dry run at, at your office. So if you ever get the opportunity to have someone try to sell this technology to you, I'd love to hear about it. But the other thing is, I just thought of it, if you ever need someone that still programs in DOS, that's probably be a good time to advertise in the newspaper. <laughs> I think you might be right. So uh, next time Xerox is a client, use the newspaper ad. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, that's good stuff. I think we need to keep an eye on this. I, I think, Hannah, I think we're going to have to do a technology podcast soon. But hey. Love to hear from our listeners, anything that you've done differently, or if you've sampled any new technology and had either outstanding or horrific uh, results, 
let us know about it. Shoot yeah. us an email, post on one of our social media platforms. We'd love to hear from you because Hannah and I, uh, we're just two people. We can only experience so much. So we look forward to some of your successes and some of your horror stories. Yes, we'd love to hear from you. So please reach out. Well, oh my goodness, Hannah, I've got a thing. So that's all the time we have for today. Okay, before you go, tell everyone how they can reach us. Absolutely, Hannah Hampton. Well, first <laughs> off, they can reach out to us via Twitter. So send us a tweet. Remember, Twitter does not police for adult content. We're at oh. HR underscore hours. Or if you're feeling a little more PG-13, check us out on Instagram at HR After Hours. And both of those sites, we do post things almost daily. So there's a little fun and a little, a little distraction from work there. And of course, you can shoot us an email at hraftershoursmail at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you guys. So until next time. 